Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message. Today, I'm going to talk about Dare to Dream, the ethos of excellence. Here we are, we are daring to dream. One of the things that can help us achieve that dream that we are thinking about is having excellence as part of our work environment, as part of everything that we do. So we are going to look at what ethos means, what excellence means, and then we'll look at exceptionality. And then we'll um, we'll see a role model that I fashion my life after because I really believe in what she has to offer this world. And of course, it's also in the light that we are talking about International Women's, I say International Women's Week. So that's also, that's why I'm celebrating that particular lady. So basically, ethos, the meaning of ethos is a characteristic spirit of a culture, an era, a community as manifested in its attitudes and its aspirations. Ethos, characteristic spirit, culture, era, community, attitudes, and aspirations. We have GSTS here, right? What is your motto? I didn't hear. Somebody should please give. Yes, thank you. The mic is coming, please. IGSTS. Yes. Mente menu. Pardon? Mente menu. In English? With hands and brains. Pardon? With hands and brains. With hands and brains. With hands and brains. Okay. What about you? What school are you from? Archbishop Porters. What, what is your, your motto? Purity of mind and budget. Purity of mind and body. Purity of mind and body. Uh, with hands and brains. Purity of mind and body. Now, is it possible that when you go to school, there's absolutely no attempt to sweep your compound? I want to hear from you. Do you post sweep your compound or you leave the thing to just become overgrown? Some, you sweep. Do you have, do you have um, general inspection where they come? <laughs> I guess I say, somebody said every day. <laughs> you know, where they come around to see if your place is dirty. And when your place is dirty, what happens? You'll be punished. They'll do what? They'll do what? Job you. They'll, they'll... Job, job. Job. What job? What's job you? Like, um, punish you. Punish you? Oh, okay. So the meaning is job you. Ah, so you, you do a job. So what kind of job, what kind of job in you do they do? Stone scrubbing and scrubbing the ghettos and... <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So you go and scrub the ghettos and stuff. Why do they ask you to scrub the ghettos and things? Um, because um, you, you didn't, like, refuse to... Um, 
um, clean your um, dormitories and also arrange the things well. Why? Okay, so let's move beyond the jobbing and so on and so forth. Why do they ask you? Why do you clean? Why do you? Why don't you leave your place to be just any anyhow? Um, because it will bring um, disease. It will bring disease. I see some hand over here. The lady over here. Yeah. Yeah. Because improper sanitation brings about diseases. And then... Improper sanitation brings about disease. What else? What else? There's, is your hand up over there? Yes, there's a hand over here, sir. It also brings about bedbugs. 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 Okay, so let's, let's now move to the other side. Um, this is if there's no improper, if, there, if there's no proper sanitation. So what if there is proper, proper cleanliness and so on, what happens? What happens? What is the effect of a clean environment? Yeah, that's the gentleman over there. It welcomes. Yeah. It welcomes people to the environment. It welcomes people to the environment. The environment. Anything else? I see a hand over here. When you finish, pass it on to the gentleman in the. It creates a healthy and a harmonious environment. Healthy and. And a harmonious environment. Harmonious environment. Pass it on to the gentleman in the. Um... It beautifies the environment. It beautifies the environment. Okay, I have two hands here. Just let's hear the two hands here and then we, 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 we go on. Leads to healthy living. It leads to healthy living, and then and it creates a conducive environment for effective teaching and learning. It co- creates it creates a conducive environment for effective teaching and learning. Where? All right. There's a last hand over there. Then we would would move from here. Yes. It brings a level of prestige and reputation of your school. It brings a level of prestige and prestige and what? Reputation to the school. Fantastic. So if if there was no if somebody should come into this um, environment whereby we always have things orderly, things are well laid out and so on and so forth. And the person comes and the person doesn't bother to be clean. What would you think of the person? What would you think of the person? Any hands? Any hands? Yeah. I see hands. The, the bike should move. There's a hand over here. Right here. A dirty and a lazy person. The dirty and a lazy person. Would you call the person excellent? You will not call the person excellent. If somebody maintains the standards, will you call the person excellent? Right? You call the person excellent. So then the culture within your schools is one that asks you, the one that tries to move you to the, commu- the, the, the opportunity of being excellent. So we've seen what the ethos is. And some of the synonyms you can think about include character, atmosphere, climate, prevailing Tendency, quintessence, um, animating principle, standards, ethics. Those are some of the um, synonyms 
that can be associated with ethos, the spirit of a place. So when somebody comes somewhere, uh, you go somewhere, and your spirit is different, immediately you can say that there's a change, there's a difference between what I believe in, what we stand for, the kind of standards we hold, and what is prevailing in that place. The question is, what kind of, ex- what kind of spirit do you have? Do you have a spirit of mediocrity? Or do you have a spirit of excellence? What is excellence? Excellence is the quality of being outstanding or extremely good. Extremely good or outstanding. Out in the the field, nobody can come near you. Extremely good or outstanding. That is the quality of being outstanding. And how do you get that? You, you, can't, you can't become excellent if all you do is try and um, um, do things just anyhow. You know, a story is told about a young, someone who is doing a, sculpt, a, 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 a sculptural or a sculpture. And then the gentleman comes and sees one sculpture discarded on the floor. So he asks, oh, and sees a Actually, the guy is also doing another one that is exactly the same as the first one. So he asks the guy, um, are, are you doing the same thing again? He said, yes. So the, he asks, oh, isn't this one good? He said, no, there's a problem with it. And then he looked at the sculptor that hadn't discarded and he realized that he, from his eyes, couldn't see any problem whatsoever with the thing. So he said, oh, this one is very good. He said, oh, no, there's a problem with the nose. He said, ah, but where would you mount this particular sculpture? He said, well, it will be 20 feet high. Now, 20 feet high, um, I'm not an engineering expert or a building expert, but I'll presume that it could be at the, I mean, the height could be where the door is. So from standing from here, really, if something is from 20 feet high, you would not see the floor in the sculpture. So the gentleman says that, but 20 feet, who will see the difference? Who will see that there's any problem with this particular sculpture? And the gentleman said, I would see it and God will see it. Somebody, I don't need to have somebody looking after me in order to be excellent. Excellent is something, it's a drive from within the individual. It's something that comes from you. Nobody needs to be with you for you to be excellent. You have to decide to be excellent. You have to decide to be the benchmark. You must decide that I would always strive harder than everybody else in this particular thing. The person wanted to be the medical, the army um, doctor, the one who wanted to be the lawyer, the one who wanted to be the... There was um, another quite specific... um, Pardon? Corporate lawyer. All those people... If you want to be in that field, set a mark for yourself that I will be excellent. And this, is, this, this occurs by your customs, the things that you do 
over and over and over again. So it becomes part of you. Your habits, things that um, anyone will say, oh, this doesn't matter. You remember this, this um, sculptor, um, sculptor? He said, I, nobody else will see this thing but me. I know the floor is there. God also knows. And therefore, if it's bad with that space, even though nobody else will see it, I see it and I know it's not good enough. It's not good for my standards. Not what others are doing for me. And therefore, I will not do it. So, your habits, and then what we say, acculturation. Acculturation is simply where you are right now. The way they keep on saying, okay, keep your space clean, and so on and so forth. That is where the drive comes from. Now, I want us to look at this quick scripture reading, and I'll just read it quickly. Um, this, the, the background is... Um, Nebuchadnezzar, that is Nebuchadnezzar's son, has really done very well and so he was celebrating. So he goes and brings some stuff into um, things from the, from the, he misuses the things from the temple. And therefore, a, a hand comes on the wall and writes it. Now, nobody in the kingdom could interpret it and the, the king was troubled. Think of him as a present CEO of a company. He sees that something is going on in the, in the, in the wrong in the company. He can't find anybody to help him. So he asks, is there nobody? Is there nobody? And then someone brings a suggestion. The person says, there is a man in your kingdom, in your company, in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, made him chief of magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Inasmuch as an excellent spirit, say an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, Interpreting dreams, solving riddles, explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now, now let Daniel be called and he will give you an interpretation. An excellent spirit was found in him. That is the summary. And today, I want to encourage every single one here, including myself. Let it be said that an excellent spirit, an excellent ethos was found in us. An excellent spirit is found in me. An excellent spirit is found in you. An excellent spirit is found in you. An excellent spirit is found in you. Let's see where the excellent spirit was found in him. It says that um, an excellent spirit, and I will say, when we talk about an excellent spirit, an inner drive to excel. An inner drive, an inner calling, an inner idea that I must excel at everything. Is it possible that if you choose to excel, have you seen any school 
where there are 20 people getting A's and they'll say, oh, the school is getting too many A's. Is it possible? No. An excellent spirit implies everything means that everything is like World Cup. Now, I have, um, I have three, I have four kiddie boobs, four children. Two of them, okay, so I'm going to talk about two of them. One is like, the first one is a boy, the second one is a girl. Now, when the, the boy was, when they were younger, both of them, sometimes you say, oh Lord, have mercy on these children. You would do everything. Then one day, all of a sudden, I think our prayer, not I think, the prayers worked. You know, so all of a sudden, they now started striving to be excellent. And if the first one gets five A's, this one, the second one will say, oh, five A's, no big deal, cram me, I'll get eight A's. Hey. And it's not like I will do it all. I will do it and, and then just no planning, no preparation, nothing. But then he, he has done his already and then this one looks at where he has reached and says that the bar is too low. I am setting the bar higher. And she would would hit it. And so between the two of them, it's just lovely watching them excel, preparing themselves that they would excel in anything that they choose to do. An excellent spirit found in him. The next is light. These were the things, you remember we, we, we called them out. Light. To bring illumination. If we were in this hall and there was darkness all around, you may not see somebody's nose and you may hit someone. But once you bring light, it, brings you, it gives you an idea about where things are. Anyone who is excellent brings the concept of light, the, brings the concept of where there are difficulties. He, is, he or she is able to, 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 to bring about illumination so that the difficulty is no longer there. So we are looking at excellence. We are looking at being somebody who brings light or illumination. We're looking at knowledge. Knowledge. Excellence brings about knowledge. A quest to become excellent means that you must have an idea, not just an idea, depth, in-depth knowledge about what is going on in that particular field. In-depth knowledge. So, knowledge. Understanding. Hey, if you have all the knowledge and it is just head knowledge. And so you know that to sweep, you have to take something called a broom and put it on the floor and move it in a particular direction. That is knowledge. Understanding is the capability to take that knowledge that you have acquired to use it in the field. In the same way, if you go and learn, right, you are going to do your exam, and then you learn um, any, any formula that you like, or whatever course you are doing, and you learn all the formulas, and then they bring you a question, and you cannot apply that knowledge to the question so that you can get understanding. All your knowledge is of no use. So you need knowledge, you need understanding. Additionally, he was able to interpret dreams. You remember Nash dared us to dream. And that dream says that, okay, I want to be able, I want to be capable of achieving this. How do you interpret that dream into reality? You remember he talked about planning, he talked about preparation. All that involves interpreting 
the dream. So what kind of dream are you daring to dream? And the interpretation that you need to bring to bear on the ideas and concepts that you have. How are we going so far? Riddle, riddle. They said um, Daniel could interpret riddles. What goes up and does not come down? <laughs> now, it's, it, somebody, once somebody has a riddle and cannot interpret that, that riddle, if you say age and the person looks at it and says, that, uh, what, what does it have to do with going up and not coming down? There's a disconnect. So you need to be able to interpret the difficulties that face your environment, your school, your country, your, your, your um, job. When, when you go, go get out of school and you get your job, anything, even in your, camp, in your, in your uh, what do you call it, at home, there may be some riddle that your father or mother is facing. Solving them, effective explanations. Enigmas. Having relevant facts that make it possible. Wisdom. He had wisdom. Experience and knowledge and good judgment. You know that indeed um, you have the opportunity, I mean, because you can speak. When you go to the radio, maybe you have an opportunity to do, do an interview at the radio station. You can speak for about 30 minutes. But wisdom says that if you talk for more than two, uh, five minutes and you don't allow the host to ask you a question, it makes the interview quite un, unwieldy. That you, you sit up and you talk and talk and talk. You have that poor, but you don't have wisdom. You've done the cleaning. You realize that, well, I have cleaned, but there's a particular spot that there's um, maybe chewing gum or something, and you are not able to remove the gum. You need wisdom to know what kind of application would I put there in order to to take the, the gum out of the place. You need wisdom and good judgment. The antonyms are inferiority and mediocrity. How many of us would like to be associated with somebody who is inferior? Inferior. Mediocre. The only way that you will not have that associated with your name, with anything that you do, is by striving to be excellent at everything that you do. In your talking, in your in your dance, anything that you do. Dare to dream. Aim for the stars. Be excellent. If you fall short, let's not not put things that would enable us, let's put things that would enable us to excel in everything that we do. So I just want to say that the reward is there. But if you don't excel, if you don't seek to be excellent, you will not win the prize. You will not win the prize under no circumstance.
Bible says that I press on that I would attain the prize. So even when you think that you have become better, see that can I do one more lap, one more step, one more opportunity, one more thing that would make me become even more better than where I am right now. So the thing is we read a lot, we interpret and we apply we just, don't, we just don't become excellent. We have to do what we have to do. Understand various notions. Reading is not just um, um, getting, um, putting things in, understanding things in various places, but then taking a piece of paper and seeing what is written and then understanding what is written on that paper. And then you apply the understanding to the information. And you are able to get that. Okay, so then... There's this, you see this picture there, and this is a story that Albert told so some time ago, whereby there was a group of, in their school, you people do intercourse, don't you? Yes. Do you do javelin? Who is the javelin thrower here? Who is the javelin thrower? What? The javelin thrower is not here. Oh. Who are the sportsmen amongst us? Men and women, sorry. Yeah. So what do you do? The sack. Discuss. Oh, wow. I see. What else? What do you do? Javelin. Eh? Javelin. High jump. Javelin. Javelin. Running. No, but he said javelin. Yeah. Hey, so here you are. That's you over here. Can you imagine that you are in the presentation? Anyway, this is a javelin thrower. So, what, what's, what's, what's your mark? What's your highest mark? Pardon? The thing is not... 12.60. One six. And were you there... Were you the best? What's the the best score in your... Does anybody know? Now, to strive to be excellent, one of the things you must know is what is the benchmark, what is the best in that particular field. And then you try to meet that best and then overcome or overtake that best. This guy was the best in the field. And whenever he comes, he does his 12.6. This guy comes and he does 15 or 18 or sometimes even 20. Now, you and I know that the javelin has a very sharp point. And, you know, and then it goes into the ground. So one day he was going to throw his javelin. And then when he got there, everybody had done the 12s and the 13s. And, you know, the sports guys, the people who were measuring the tape said, oh, the maximum... This people would go is 15. So they were standing at the 15 mark. And so he comes and he says that, move. And they were just standing there. So they were thinking in their heads, my friend, throw the thing and let's go. What, what do you think you can do? He says, move. They didn't mind him. So the gentleman goes back, does his run, 
and then throws the javelin. Now, you know that depending on how far the thing peaks, and depending on the speed that the javelin is thrown, you can have a fair idea about where it's going to land. So, as the thing peaks in the air, and the people who are measuring see where the peak is, now, when they see the peak, they realize the peak is directly above them. And if they don't take care, the thing will come and hit them. So now come and see, scatter. They were running. They said, give them more tape. His name was more tape. Give me more tape because where you are, I'm going to hit you and you will get hurt. My challenge to you today is that all of you get more tape. And how do we do that? I have a picture here of my role model. His name, her name is um, Mrs. Um, Joy Otterville. How many of you know Dr. Otterville? So this is the wonderful spouse, Mrs. Joy Otterville. She's beautiful, eh? You, okay, you, you, you believe him? Okay. Now, we, I call her Lady Joy. Lady Joy is... When we talk about excellence, Lady Joy is excellent. And despite the fact that she does things well, always, she's never, ever satisfied. She would finish something and then she would say, okay, that was okay. But next time, what can we do to improve the process? Lady Joy is always about improvement excellence, ensuring that things that we do are done in an excellent way. Everything about Lady Joy is excellence. She, to me, is the epitome of excellence. So how do we do that? Number one, redefine your future and see yourself as the CEO of your company. What's the name of your company? What's the name of your company? What's the name of your company? Pardon? What's the name of your company? You can use your name or you can use the simple name Me Incorporated. It is me, myself and I, Me Incorporated. You are the CEO. And your CEO, you don't want things to be done in a mediocre way. You don't want to write things and when you read over the script, the script is so bad that the... A whole country will go and be in the, in the Gulf of Guinea. Relocate the country. No, you don't want to do that. You want to do things that are excellent. No mediocrity in me incorporated. Me incorporated is excellent. The second one is strive for that spirit of excellence, which includes illumination understanding, knowledge. If you don't understand something, go and see your teachers. Ask them, how do we do this? I don't understand this particular concept that we talked about in class. Can you help me with this particular part? Go and ask because someone who is excellent is not afraid to be humble, to find out how things are done. You are humble, you are hardworking, and then you are also someone who asks questions. 
Finally, be people of integrity. Excellence without integrity equals mediocrity. This is my formulation. Excellence without integrity minus, so, so excellence minus integrity equals mediocrity. Have you written it down? Excellence minus integrity equals mediocrity. You must be a person of, ex- uh, um, of excellence. A person of excellence. And finally, I want to say that when the goal is excellence, success, because you want to be the best, success is just a byproduct because you know where you want to go. A story is told about three people who were building something. One person was asked, he said, I was just carrying bricks. Someone, the second person was asked, he said, I'm just building a wall. The third person was asked, he said, I'm building the best cathedral in the world. Guess who did the work excellently? The one who felt he was building the best cathedral in the world. My challenge to you, young ladies and gentlemen today, is that build the best you in the world. And because you know you want to be the best, excellent person, you will put in things that would ensure that we are well on our way to become excellent. I want us all to stand at this moment and take this personal pledge. It's part of it is from our national anthem. I will cherish fearless honesty. I am a person of excellence. I am a person of integrity. I will not cheat. I will not lie. I will help build my nation to become great and strong. So help me God. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233 Zero, zero, zero. You may also subscribe to Amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,